0: Hey, Rafer. Yes, Kristen. I have kind of a serious question for you today. Okay. Um, how would you feel about your life and or your death being documented in a film?
1: Well, uh, I'd be pretty embarrassed to have my life documented in <laughs> a film, frankly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about my death. Your life
0: is awesome. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> my, my life is just one long series of embarrassments. <laughs> I would not want to have that I could I could barely look at old photos of myself, let alone <laughs> something on a screen. How about you? Would you wanna have would you wanna have your life documented on on
0: screen? Gosh, I just I, I have to Like your whole like pretty much your whole life. There's some terrible stuff in there. There's, I'll bet. There's Kristen. stuff that nobody wants to see. N- not me, nobody else. Nobody wants to see it. And and as for death, I think that it's a really you have to be careful about that because if it's not done right it can seem either exploitative or it can True. feel a little bit um oversharing sure. you know what I mean? Like sure. you have those friends on Facebook, maybe Oh, you don't use Facebook you hate Facebook. I hate Facebook. But there are always those people who are oversharers on yeah. Facebook. The the same people who back when Angel Fire was still in existence would have like their their <laughs> like blogs and they'd be like, Read my latest blog post and I'd be like, I don't want to. I really no, you're oversharing. I don't want to <laughs> Angel I <don't> care.
1: Fire. <laughs> My death is on Angel Fire. Well, I, I know why you're I know why you're asking this because we've got movies that do both this week. We've got Life Itself, the documentary on Roger Ebert, who allowed the filmmaker to come in and just about film his death, his final days, his yeah. final days. Um, and then the reverse, Boyhood by Richard Linklater, which follows a child from the age of about seven all the way up through college, through his first year of college. And then rather randomly, we're going to talk about Dawn of the Planet of the Apes.
0: That has so much to do with life and death. (laughs) It's all about life and death. Pretty heavy questions here
1: on Movie Date. (laughs) But first, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Rafer Guzman, film critic for Newsday.
0: And I'm Kristen Meinzer, culture producer for The Takeaway, and this is Movie Date. You don't have to be famous and rule all the world On the sunny, sweet side of life Up the sunny, sweet side before we begin discussing these movies, Rafer, I just want to remind our listeners of a little something. They can always visit us at moviedatepodcast.org. They can leave feedback for us on iTunes, and of course, they can become fans and friends of us at facebook.com slash podcast. We get so many great comments that come in and some that are really hateful, too, yeah. but, but mostly full of love.
1: <laughs> I got one just recently for my, uh, my review of the Dinesh D'Souza movie, America. I've been getting a lot of great hate mail. On that it's been awesome
0: <laughs> but we just want to remind listeners we love it when you stay in touch with us and don't forget rafer's favorite way to hear from you is on the movie date hotline that's five seven one seven movies
1: let's talk about life itself kristen give us the rundown
0: This is a movie about the great film critic Roger Ebert. Some people might say that he's the greatest everyman film critic in American history. He taught us how to watch movies, he taught us how to criticize movies, and in many ways he taught us how to love movies in a different way. He's obviously most famous for being the film critic for the Chicago Sun-Times, but Uh, He also had a rich life of all sorts of things happening in his career, including writing Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, the screenplay. That's right. Um, He was also working in newspapers as a teenager and in college, where he was an editor writing major pieces on race relations, on social issues, Vietnam, and so on. And he, um, he also just was an interesting human being who was incredibly smart, gave lectures, was an alcoholic, wasn't very nice to a lot of people. And then eventually, at age 50, kind of relaunched his life by falling in love and marrying Chaz Ebert. So we see this evolution. We see his brilliance. We see how awful he is. We see how terribly he treats Gene Siskel on their TV show. He's just so mean to him. Yeah, he is. And, and then we really follow those final days of his life that are documented in this film. This is Steve James, uh, the same director of Hoop Dreams. And here's a clip.
1: The purpose of civilization and growth is to be able to reach out and empathize a little bit with other people. And for me, the movies are like a machine that generates empathy. It lets you understand a little bit more about different hopes, aspirations, dreams, and fears. It helps us to identify with the people who are sharing this journey with us.
0: Rafer, what did you think of this?
1: Well, I love Roger Ebert, Um, and although I will tell you, it, it sort of took me a while to... Come around to him. Um, I always loved him, of course, on uh, Siskel and Ebert uh, at the movies, or that that show went through various different names: sneak previews, Siskel and Ebert, Siskel and Ebert, and the movies. It uh-huh. went, they went through a lot of different iterations. Um, I always loved that show growing up. Um, that was really one of my favorite shows. And but it took me a while to appreciate his writing, and um, actually, I think only recently, in the last several years, have I come to appreciate what's so good about. The way that he has this very plain vanilla, uh, just totally straightforward writing style, very unshowy. He, he, he never goes for the bon mot or the little the witticism. Um, he just sort of says what he's trying to say and puts it out there. Um, it's really wonderful. And you'll find these little manifestos of his, like like really worthwhile, awesome One sentence or two sentence manifestos on movies in the strangest places. I was just reading his review of Class of 1984, which is this cheap B movie, like punk rock splatter flick from the mid 80s um, with Tim Van Patten, son of Dick Van Patten uh, and a small role for Michael J. Fox. And uh, Ebert loved it. And at the end of the at the end of the of the of the review, he gives this uh, great little short speech about why this movie is a is a great argument for like the value of cinema. And you wouldn't expect to find that at the, at the bottom paragraph of this review. Um, but that's what was so great about it. And I think also it was just in this particular film, in life itself, it was just really great to sort of see how he cobbled, not cobbled, how he built that career, how he how he he. Started out with his confidence, shaped it into something, made a career out of it, made a life out of it. And um, it's really inspirational. And not just as a film critic. I think if you're any kind of person who's got a career and a passion, you're trying to do
0: something with it, um, this is almost like a blueprint of how. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think there's that to it. But I also think that there's something, if you're not even a career person, that you can appreciate out of seeing somebody who redeems himself. Because he yeah. is kind of an awful person through a lot of this movie. Yeah. Even if he's great at his job, you know, you see that underneath it, he's kind of a miserable, sad, terrible person in lots of ways. And how, in his early days, perhaps. And, and how he really kind of changes everything and falls in love and his love for his kids and grandkids. Oh, my gosh. When yeah. he marries Chaz and he gets to inherit this family, just the joy of being able to take them on trips and really spoil them and give them all the love that he never really gave himself. Yeah, and, and and there's something special about that too. But yeah. but above all, I just as somebody who loves the movies, I, I felt like this movie was kind of a Valentine to why we should love the movies also, and that was really special for me. So I give it my highest good date rating. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I would, I would have to say too, not not surprising I suppose coming from from two film critics. <laughs> but you're right. I thought I thought it was a great date, and I think anybody who's even a casual movie fan,
0: I think is going to really love this movie. Let's move on to a movie that's getting a lot of buzz right now. It's not in wide release yet. It's in very limited release. It's called Boyhood by Richard Linklater. And Rafer, tell us about this. So
1: this is um, a movie that was shot over the course of 12 years uh, with one, essentially one cast of actors, uh, Ethan Hawke, Patricia Arquette playing a pair of uh, separated parents and their son, uh, played by Eller Coltrane, not a familiar name, I think, to most people, um, And it's really just the story of his life growing up from uh, age of about seven, basically first grade, all the way up through his first day of college. And he actually does literally grow up on screen. Richard Linklater, the director, began filming this in, I think, 2002 and didn't finish until just 2013. He filmed about three to four days every year uh, and tracing this, this kid growing up, sprouting, getting a little thinner, filling out, you know, mustache forming on his upper lip, uh, growing into an adult. It's amazing to see this thing unfold in the space of, what is it, two and a half hours or so? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not quite what you'd call time-lapse photography, but the result is, is pretty astonishing. Here's a clip. Talk to me. But, Dad, I mean, why is it all on us, though? You know, what about you? How was your week? You know, who do you hang out with? Do you have a girlfriend? What have you been up to?
0: I see your point.
1: So we should just let it happen more naturally, right? That's what you're saying. Okay, that's what we'll do. I mean, I've, I've essentially given away my feelings there, even just in the, in the summary. Um, but, you know, Kristen, what did you think of this? I, I don't think you are a big Richard Linklater fan.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm the opposite of one, for you, the most you, part. You, you, you hate Linklater? Yeah, I mostly do. I, wow. Although I did love School of Rock, as you know. I love that School <laughs> okay. of Rock. Every time I see it, I just can't help but have a warm place in my heart. Sure. And I cheer and I sing. I do the whole thing. Sure. Um, but I think that a lot of his movies suffer from, some people like this, but kind of a certain aimless, everybody just seems like they're on the marijuana and they're having yeah. a conversation. About... Listening
1: to Pavement yeah, or some stoner like,
0: rock. Yeah. yeah, and I love Pavement. I love having conversations <laughs> with friends. I love all that stuff. But I just think that sometimes I, if I wanted to do that, I could just hang out with you or my friends <laughs> or somebody else. And I don't necessarily want to watch a movie about it. And I'm not getting necessarily any more enlightenment out of it than I am. Uh, in his movies, you know, when I watch his movies, I sometimes think I could have a better conversation with friends where I would learn more and see more huh. than in this rambling situation of a, of these people that I don't really care about.
1: I know what you're talking about. It's a, mo- a movie like uh, uh, Waking Life, is, yes, you know, and, and Slacker, yeah. uh, is his first Both film. Of they're, those. Yeah, they're yeah. very much like that. But but did you like this one?
0: I really was amazed by this one. I was, I, I, like a lot of people, was drawn in because of the gimmick of it. Like, oh my gosh, how do you follow the same cast for 12 years? Sure. And... But then I was really drawn in because you fall in love with all of these people, and especially these children, and not just Eller Coltrane, but his sister, who was played by Lorelai Linklater. Right, um, the
1: director's daughter.
0: Yes, and she she actually wanted to be killed off at one point. She didn't want to be in the film the whole time because that's a big commitment for I her know. Kid. That's
1: very funny. Um, and it's funny, too, because, frankly, she's just a scene stealer. Oh, she's
0: terrific. She,
1: I mean, there, there were moments where I kind of thought to myself, Oops. Like like like,
0: this movie's supposed to be about the boy, but that daughter, that daughter is like, she's great. She's so good. She's so natural. There are moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been that little girl. Totally. I am the aunt to that little girl. I know this little girl. Sure, and
1: the scene where she, where uh, Ethan Hawke is uh, lecturing her about contraception, and her her face just goes through about six different expressions of mortification and embarrassment and and humiliation, and I want to die. And it's just it's it's masterful, and she's so good, and so adorable, she's so cute going through it. It's really great. She's wonderful.
0: All of them are wonderful, and I they really are. I really have to say that while the gimmick drew me in initially just falling in love with these people, falling in love with their circumstances, feeling heartbroken for what they're going through, seeing that they're doing the best they can. And you see how life kind of unfolds where you jump into one thing thinking it's going to be okay, and then it's not. And hoping that your kids aren't going to be so freaking damaged by all of these things as a grown-up. And the little mistakes you make as a kid thinking that they're monumental, but they're really not. And all of these things in life. And it's just such an amazing portrait of what it is to be human. And watching it you're feeling like this is my life this is the kids lives of people I know but then also you're you just look at the bigger life of all humans, in in a way. I'm sorry, I'm making I'm, I'm sounding no, like no. an emotional blabbermouth here, but I just was so moved by this.
1: I know, I know what you're saying. It is, it is one of those um, movies. I was actually just thinking about a movie called um, Third Person, which is Paul Haggis's latest movie, which is all mm-hmm. in, intertwined storylines. Um, just, just, just horrible, un, unwatchable. Just <laughs> Haggis ga- is
0: horrible. ghastly movie. Ghastly oh, oh my movie. god! Don't see Crash, people.
1: Yeah, well, too late, right? Um, I mean, that that Crash is basically what gave us. All all these interconnected storyline movies in the first place. You win you win two Oscars for that and then all of a sudden everybody else wants to do it. But but you know, my gripe with with the Haggis movie was that, you know, why don't you you can't tell a story about humanity. You can't tell a story about humankind. You've got to focus on one on on one group of people and and make us care about them and then you could give us a larger message and that's exactly what this Linklater film does. That's it's exactly what Boyhood does. Um and you know beyond all the beyond the sort of amazing undertaking of this project and and just sort of the 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 scope the scale the the discipline of the whole thing and 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 what a novel idea it is i just feel like you could be anybody and go see this film. If you're a parent, you're going to want to see this film. If and it's almost especially if you're a teenager, can you imagine being like 16 how thrilled you'd be to see this movie to just see a kid on screen that looks that's just looks exactly like you and is acting exactly like you and has had all the experiences that you've had and is and is is having all the experiences you're just about to have. It would be magical if you were a teenager, I think.
0: I don't know, it might be mortifying like that sex talk <laughs> Oh but I just but, think but it might oh. al- but I mean, I, I just think as an adult watching it, I, I'm sure a teenager would have a totally different experience. For me, a lot of it just broke my heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, I just but, wanted to go back in time to the very first scene with the kids and then just take them in my arms and hold them and say it's going to be okay. Right. No, I know. You don't know, I know. what's going to happen next, but I'm so sorry for everything, but it's going to be fine <laughs> in the end.
1: Oh, God. Well, I thought it was obviously a, a great date. Um, I, you know, I think the big question is whether or not this is going to be an Oscar winning date. I think it could be I have I have big doubts I would love uh, it to be but I have I have doubts and, and you obviously
0: great, I mean, date, great date great 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 date can't right. recommend it highly enough
1: All right good I'm, I'm glad to hear that I'm, I'm, and that should be expanding throughout the country soon there's been a lot of a lot of media about this a lot of ink so I would imagine it'll be playing at a theater near you as they say <laughs> uh, soon Next up Dawn of the planet.
0: Of the apes. This is not rolling out. It already is everywhere. (laughs) It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Whether you like it or not, if you're Rafer. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. No. Now, now. We don't know exactly how you feel yet, Rafer. I'm just looking at the look on your face. The look on your face does not say... I have the love for this movie that I have you for Boyhood. I lo- you know, I love the first movie. I know you did love the first movie, and that was in 2011. This is a sequel to it. Now, in the last movie, you might recall James Franco; he's a scientist working with all of these primates, and uh, the primates are rising up. The, you know, and 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 they're going to take over. And in this movie, we see what happens after they've all taken over half of humankind much more than half of humankind has died from a primate virus that was created in the labs by humans who were doing the experiments. The apes now are very intelligent, not just sign language, but they can actually speak. Caesar, who was the little chimp who we saw with James Frankel quite a bit in the first one, is now leading a whole community uh, just outside San Francisco. And all of the other apes in this community are uh, trying to live separately from humans, but then humans kind of encroach on them. So here is a clip. Don't mean any harm! They're apes, man. Do You think they understand what you're saying? Do they look like just apes to you?
1: Well, Kristen... <laughs> how did you? How did you like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes?
0: I loved it. Did you really? <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, doesn't it? You, it sounds weird. Uh, cra- I liked it better than the first one, and I thought the first one was pretty good. You liked but this it better one was than the first one. This one was better than the first one. The animation is so far superior to the first one. These monkeys—they all just look so real and convincing and the way they move and their faces and
1: all true and no and no real apes used at all
0: yeah amazing it's just shocking because you're thinking how can none of these apes be real this is just it's unbelievable how good the animation is in this one also i just thought that it was um so realistic the way the apes interacted with each other the way the humans interacted with each other. When there's trust, when there's not trust, when there's fear, when there's suspicion, who is trying to take over whom? Is there going to be a battle here? And I thought that the nuances of that were well handled. And uh, for you keep rolling your eyes I, I, at me. I, I, why, I, why do you keep rolling not, your eyes at me? Everybody can hear that through the mic. I'm I I feel like
1: I'm the only person around who who hated this movie. Oh, I hated this movie. And I loved the first movie. I thought the first one was such a breath of fresh air. It was so... It was like electrifying. The direction was really good. It went in all these zigzaggy places you never expected. The action scenes were great. Obviously, Andy Serkis playing uh, doing, playing Caesar, motion capture playing Caesar, um, was great. And I do think he's good in this one as well. I just found this to be the same old big budget over serious hollywood crap it's it's another apocalypse movie god shoot me another <laughs> apocalypse movie i mean you know after i mean i love the apocalypse i lo- we all love the apocalypse but is anyone s- not sick of the apocalypse by this point so anyway so there's that and then i just i didn't buy all this shakespearean kind of Iago Richard III power struggles going on inside the ape community with them, you know, trying to backstab each other and pull these little power plays and coups and all this stuff. And it's subtitled. It's subtitled in the worst way. It's subtitled the way that Kung Fu movies are dubbed in this horrible stilted language. You know, this like, we'll avenge your father and and, you know, and... Don't don't tell Caesar. You know the apes. I you know, just like. I mean, like you know, it's, apes don't
0: speak oh. in really long paragraphs. Do they, they say don't. things
1: like do they say things like okay? I was really bugged for some reason, but the fact that the apes use the they word totally okay. They totally use the term okay. Are you okay? okay? I yeah, just felt totally. like, that's
0: what the apes are saying.
1: Okay. Or, mm-hmm. Like, did they not call each other dude as mm-hmm. well? Yeah. I found that so banal and so just corny and hokey, and I felt it was dark. It was dreary. It and- was boring. It was slow, and predictable and nonsensical and i just i
0: hated it i was drawn right into that dark world i, I was, can't believe that I, I was forced to face myself there's so little because, to look because you know at. the monkey is 98% the same as a human when i look at that monkey i see myself i
1: get it <laughs> I, I just I, – I don't know. It's weird. I'll tell you something, though. I This is one of those cases where I'm just like in the in the slimmest, barest minority. It's been I, getting great reviews, it's, top it's, to bottom. It's
0: not a perfect movie. I will say this. Uh, as you all know who've listened, as Rafer knows very well, I do get tired of these blockbuster uh, final smackdown scenes that last no, for half you, an you hour. you got to have and, it. And in this movie – they do the same thing it's like and i it made, don't need the final smackdown to be a half hour and it didn't hold
1: together logically i mean the, I, the final I, smackdown not, could not,
0: have been just like i don't know if anyone seven if anyone
1: can explain to me how one of the characters escapes that massive explosion i won't spoil anything more but if anyone can explain to me logically how that one character escapes <laughs> is, that explosion i would question love you're to asking know
0: of all the logical issues in I'm this movie saying, this is the one you're fixated. I'm just saying you see and this character blockbuster roll we away see all the time rafer this happens in every blockbuster yeah, But uh, is, I just never like see you watching, this caught up in this the logic. This is like
1: watching the character walk out of the World Trade Center on 9/11 and me. going like, "Hey, oh, I just I thought, I thought it was I thought it was just
0: dopey and dumb. Ba- I thought it was a terrible date. I thought it was a pretty good date. I have, I'm going to recommend this to folks. Baffling. For me, it's a 3 for a week. That's right. 3. Yeah, that's right. all 3, You're three of these for folks. 3. You had a great weekend. I had a great
1: week. I and had a pretty good week except for apes. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Kristen. Let's turn our attention to trivia. Last week we were talking about Earth to Echo, a family-friendly uh, movie about a little cutesy wootsy alien. Don't see it, listeners. Don't Awful. don't Just see don't that don't movie. Don't
0: do it. Don't do that.
1: But it did make us think of other movies with aliens. We tried to pick one that was a, a little bit off the beaten path uh, to see if you could name this movie. Here's the clip we played. We asked you to name that movie, and sure enough, here is the right answer.
0: Hi, this is Monica from the San Francisco Bay Area. I was calling to answer this week's trivia question. That movie is Spaceballs, which is the first movie that I ever saw in theaters. My parents took me to see it when I was five. I still have lots of warm nostalgia feelings about it. Thank you for making this podcast. I have been listening to it every week for the last couple of years, and I love it. Bye. Monica! Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for calling, Monica. This is the
1: first film that you ever saw, and yet you sound like a pretty well-adjusted person. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad things have turned out.
0: <laughs> we love it when you call 5717-MOVIES with your trivia answers. And remember, you can call any time up until the day before the podcast is released. We randomly select one right answer every week. So this week's question In honor of primates in the movies. Hold on, aren't we primates? I guess, are we? I guess maybe. I guess we're all. Anywho, non human primates. Aren't we all just one big story, (laughs) Kristen? (laughs) We're one family. It's the circle of life. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But in honor of chimps and monkeys and all those other guys, uh, we're going to play a clip of a movie and we're going to ask you to identify this movie that also has a chimp slash monkey slash gorilla. Yeah, Shiitake. Monkey, tasted. What do you think? Is it shiitake? He can't understand you. He just did. Why is he pulling on it? He's probably hungry. Wait a second. Is that? <laughs> if you know that movie, give us a call at 5717movies. Or you can log on to our website at facebook.com slash podcast.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm alone in the park and I don't know what to do. So maybe I'll just sit right down and blow a kiss to you. I am a little monkey and I am very sad.